following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. Oh, hi. This is the place to talk about everything related to the home, buying or selling real estate, financing, and improvements that can help increase your home's value. I'm gonna make this place your home. This is Minnesota Home Talk on Score North. Here's your host, Jason Walgrave. Good morning, folks, and welcome back. This is Minnesota Home Talk and 1500 Score North's original real estate show. We're live every Saturday morning. And we are available via podcast at minnesotahometalk.com. I'm your host, Jason Walgrave, with Walgrave Real Estate Group and the Minnesota Real Estate Team with Remax Advantage Plus. We have the great co-host, Mortgage Mike Overson with Leader One Financial, the captain of coins, the magician of money, the dominator of dineros. That's him. Yep. Whoa, what is this? Something different. It was a lame explosion sound effect. Was that like a was that like a dud dynamite dud? So realistic. That? I want like that classic like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that one. But we can always do this too. There we go. We go back to what works. That's right. That's how we do it. <laughs> All right, folks, what do we got? Market updates this morning. Last week, we started with uh, seven behaviors, seven client behaviors emerging from COVID-19. Um, some pretty interesting stuff in there. So we will uh, finish up that list, and then we have a high resale value projects you can mm. tackle in a weekend. Um, who can tackle? Well, that is that is the question. Who can tackle that in a weekend? Some of these look like a few more days to me, but... You know, we got some talented listeners out there. I'm sure if you're on the handier side, yes. a weekend is probably all you need. Would you say you're on the handier side? If I had to guess, I would be on the upper half of the lower half. <laughs> well, Does that make any sense? Yeah, I'm, I, th- I think I'm definitely on the lower half of that. So, you're the lower half of the lower half? The, the lower, lower half. Uh, maybe, prob- maybe, maybe I'm more in the middle of the lower half. Although, you know what I did a couple weeks ago? You put fix something with duct tape? Um, no, but I did fix something. I, I've, I replaced the bathroom fan. Oh. You know the, the fan in the bathroom? Yeah. Um, crazy thing was, found on Amazon for 16 bucks. Okay. Brand new. Ship it to you. Yep. Took out the old one, put in the new one. My wife was thoroughly impressed. How much? Uh, how many C- CFMs does that fan move? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Evan, do you know what a typical bathroom fan moves? CFMs? Well, I mean, you got to size it based off of your bathroom. Oh, but the answer to your question is between three hundred and a thousand. You think so? Is it yes. that much? Mine is five hundred sixty. Oh. I'm impressed you know that number. I was going to say like I 70, but that, that's obviously way off. I was trying to act smarter than I am. Uh, so, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, that's good. And you didn't electrocute yourself. I didn't. Apparently. My wife was surprised. Liz was like, how'd you do that? Is that hardwired in there or was there a connector? <sighs> it was not hardwired. <laughs> well, just that's a piece of cake. It. My wife could have did that. <laughs> Not not impressed anymore. Not impressed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, phone lines are open. We're giving away a couple pair of St. Paul Saints tickets. I think there's like eight games left uh, to go to this year. So if you'd like to go to a Saints game this morning, 
Give us a call with your real estate question. We've got two pairs of tickets uh, to give away. We're going to give those away to the two best real estate questions. Phone lines are open at 651-646-8255 is the call number. Give us a call with your real estate questions. Two best questions. We're giving you free tickets to the St. Paul Saints. Phone lines are open, 651-646-8255. Anything and everything real estate related. Whether you're thinking about buying, selling, investing, financing, refinancing, investment properties, commercial properties, uh, you have questions about home home improvement, you have questions about your credit, uh, anything to do with uh, real estate, give us a call this morning, 651-646-8255. The two best questions are going to win St. Paul Saints tickets on us. We also have a text line. You can text your questions to 612-202-8321. That's the text line, 612 612- Two zero two eight three two one. That is the text line. Uh, we're on Facebook Live, I believe. So go to Facebook.com, my personal page, Jason Walgrave. You can see us live on Facebook. Um, our, our live streaming Facebook uh, connects us to listeners globally. Global. International. We are an international radio show. Yep. Ghana, Africa. Yep. Um, Mexico. Mexico. Canada. Canada. Just to name a few. Uh, Florida. Florida. That's another country. Yep. Yep. Another country in the southern United States. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think where else. I thought there was another. uh, Wasn't there? Cabo? uh, Cabo was one. Yeah. Um, I think there was one in uh, Europe somewhere, too, if I remember correctly. Oh, yes. Uh, Not Iran, but... Russia? Think we got anybody in Russia listening to us? (laughs) More than likely. I don't think so. I think we do. <laughs> All right. Phone lines are open. 651-646-8255. If you'd like a pair of uh, St. Paul Saints tickets, give us a call. We'll get you to a game. Uh, free tickets. Two free pair this morning for the best real estate questions. 651. Phone lines are open. Give us a call at 651-646-8255. Text line is 612-202-8321. That is the text line. Call or text both ways. Give you a chance to win. You can go to Facebook.com, my personal page, Jason Walgrave. You can ask questions on there as well. Make comments. Um, all of those, uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, and thank you for tuning in, whether it's on Facebook or on AM 1500 radio, on the air, on the radio waves, or on uh, or on our website. We appreciate that. All right, let's do some smoking hot listings. We're going to start in St. Paul. We've got a five-unit commercial property. This is an apartment building for sale, completely remodeled. This, this property is... Uh, man, they did a really nice job. Uh, it is uh, uh, located at 976 Bush Avenue on the market for $1.25 million. For more information about that, the uh, the um, income and expenses, we can send that out to you. Uh, let us know. Great property on the market for $1.25 million. Uh, a wonderful Rambler in Henderson. This property is spectacular. Located at 149 Woodland Drive. Five bedroom, three bathroom, two car garage, 2001 build, 2,824 square feet. Uh, this home is on the market for 339,900. Uh, in Maplewood, we've got an, uh, really an, an incredible remodel done on a 1951 one and a half story. 1951 built, four bedroom, two bathroom, two car garage, 2,000 square feet. Sits on a 0.75 acre lot. Uh, brand new everything, kitchen, bathrooms, the, the second story and the basement just, uh, Remodeled or, or actually finished for the first time. Also, that that huge, really, really nice lot on the market for two hundred ninety-four thousand. 
in uh, Prior Lake, located at 14288 Wilds Overlook Northwest. Five-bedroom, five-bathroom, four-car garage, 2007 built, 6,450 square feet, half-acre lot. Folks, this home's on the market for $969,000. In... Uh, also in the wilds, located at 14709 Wilds View Northwest, a four-bedroom, three-bathroom, three-car garage, 2005 built, 4,557 square feet, half-acre lot on the wilds golf course. This is a brick front walkout rambler on the market for 698000 Got a development opportunity in Mound, located at 6639-6701 Bartlett Boulevard, 5.85 acres, Minnetonka Lakeshore, on the market for $2.5 million. We've got in uh, Savage, in the Twin Ponds development, Pebble Creek Custom Homes. They've got a couple lots left in this development. Tell you what, folks, in the last month, things have just exploded uh, for new construction. They've got four lots on hold. Um, There's one or two lots left. So if you're looking to be in the Prior Lake School District uh, in Savage, uh, we've got a couple opportunities available. For more information about these smoking out listings, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. Uh, We've got a lot of really great tools and free information on our website. Uh, We've got all of our fantastic partners. We're uh, partnered with a company called 72 Sold. We can sell your home in 72 hours for more than market value. If you're interested in learning about how we're doing that, go to minnesotahometalk.com. Click on Sell Your Home in 72 Hours with our 72 Sold partnership. We've got all of our fantastic partners on there, past shows, upcoming events. Uh, we had a we had a, a client customer appreciation event on Thursday yeah. that uh, Mike and I hosted at Canterbury. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great event. Horse races. There's nine different horse races. Um, hey, Overson, you'll be impressed with this. Out of those nine horse races, yes, I picked four of the winners. Four of the winners. Four of the nine, out of nine? winners out of nine. No, I was just betting against my wife. We had a little little uh, bet uh, going, and uh, the winner, whoever had the most wins at the end of the night, received a back rub. I haven't got it yet; it's coming. But but I did win. Is there uh, is there interest building up on this back rub? Oh, at all, I think or? there should be. I think there should be. I mean, I think every two days an additional back rub, or or an additional five minutes. Something. There you go. You know what I mean, you add time. Yeah, you have to starts with a twenty minute or yeah. I, I, we're gonna have to talk about that today. Every day adds. Maybe just do a daily. Daily adds a minute. Adds two minutes. Two minutes a day. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna work out good. You better let that puppy ride for a year. <laughs> you have like a two and a half day in a row back rub it's like, coming. It's like a day spa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Um, check out our website, minnesotahometalk.com. Best way to uh, find us anytime during the week. Um, We've got, we're on Facebook.com right now. We're streaming live. Go to my personal page, Jason Walgrave, to learn or, or to watch us make comments and ask questions. The phone lines are open. And so if you would like to win a pair of tickets to a St. Paul Saints game, we've got fantastic seats. We've got two pair that were given away this morning. The phone lines are open at 651-646-8255. Phone lines are open. Give us a call and... Um, Give us your or ask your question. Two, the two best questions are going to win. You can also text your questions to 612 202 8321. That is the text line. Text your questions to 612 202 8321. Call or text both ways. You have a chance to win. All right. Last week, we were talking about seven client behaviors emerging from COVID. 
This was out of the uh, Realtor Magazine, um, an article out of Realtor Magazine. Okay, first one that we went over last week, buyers are in a rush. Uh, number two, um, we talked about the wish lists are shifting. So I'm just going to go through this again uh, because this is really interesting. Uh, home office was number one. Uh, there was an increase in the uh, desire or need on the need list for home offices. It's so true. January of this year, uh, I had very few buyers that were concerned about having a home office uh, for obvious reasons. You know, they weren't working from home. You know, so so March comes along. Now we've got uh, a lot of folks are, are working from home, and I think a lot of folks are going to continue to work from home because their employer their employers have discovered that they are just as productive and efficient and effective working from their home office. Uh, I think there's going to be a big shift in that. Here's a question for you. So let's say you got a main floor office that is also a legal bedroom. Mm-hmm. Are you marketing that as? let's say the fifth bedroom in the house, or are you marketing that as the home office? So I think that's a great question. If, if it's if it's a fifth bedroom, I'm definitely marketing it as a office. Um, a fourth bedroom, maybe a home office. If, if it's a third bedroom, I'm going to market it as a, as a bedroom, bedroom rather than an office. Yeah. Because I think there's a big jump between two and three bedrooms. A lot of folks, are, they need three bedrooms. Um a lot more people need three bedrooms over two bedrooms. So, but it's a great question, you know, and because a lot of those home offices were built with closets, right? Um, so, depending on, I mean, so they definitely are legal bedrooms. So, how do you market it? Right, it's a great question. So, with it shifting like that, I wonder if you're going to see, I guess, more marketing because I know before the COVID stuff, it would definitely be typically listed as a bedroom. Correct. Yes, but yep. maybe now because of this coming out, where the home office is being more sought after. Yeah. Maybe maybe you do the home office. Do the home office, and in the remarks, you you talk about the home office because some because sometimes buyers are searching for keywords in the public description. So where you know in January nobody's talking about home office in the in the public descriptions. Maybe that's a word that you put in there because it's well on the list. It's number one. It's a number number one increase um, or change in in what buyers are looking for. Uh, space to accommodate family, so older adult relative, um, so they're looking for more space. Again, that's a big change. You know, beginning of this year, last year, the last couple of years, there's been a trend of, of uh, folks wanting less square footage. Um, well, that's different now because we're spending more time at home, so they want that space. That's, that's number two on the list. Uh, larger size house for more uh, personal space. Uh, they want yards for growing vegetables. They want yards for exercise. Uh, broadband internet access is it fast? You got fast internet access? That's a big deal because if you're working from home, you need high speed internet. Uh, bigger kitchens, acreage, swimming pools is on here. I mean, I mean, those are those are some significant and very different uh, buyer needs than than we had uh, just six months ago. So it's a pretty cool list. Yeah, and I suppose you know a lot of that stuff is geared around just you're going to be spending more time at home. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, adding a pool, well, you know. A lot of pools were probably closed down from the, all the COVID stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. I know there's some opening back up. Mm-hmm. You know, lifetimes are open back up and things like that. Um, but if you're going to be spending more time at home, yeah. yeah, I can see why a lot of that stuff is now being looked at, looked looked for. So we have a pool. We have our pool company that the folks that um, built it, installed it. They come out in the spring and then in the in the fall to kind of in the spring to get it going, and then the fall to shut it down. But I was talking to those guys in must have been May. 
must have been May, and I said, "How you guys? Are you guys busy?" They were booked the whole rest of the summer. <laughs> they, he said, "He said they they were expecting to have a record year for pool installations, and that was in May." You know, and, and so I would only imagine that that has gotten busier. But you look at like RV companies, they're having record years for RV sales, boat companies, you know, personal watercrafts. I mean, there's just because people, I mean, that's that's the, the outlet right now is to be outside. Well, so I definitely know uh, the lake that we're on. It's never been busier. I've never seen it as busy as this, this year, hmm. you know, and that's because that's that's the one thing people can do. You know what I mean? You're right. you're typically with your family and maybe close friends out there. Yeah. You're all, you're staying distanced. Yep. Go you know, on the, boat, on the lake. You're outside. Go enjoy it. Love it. We're talking about seven behaviors emerging from COVID-19. Number one was uh, buyers are in a rush. Number two was wish list. Uh, lists are shifting. We just went over those. Uh, and then we're going to go into, well, we'll go into the other ones when we come back from, from the break. But folks, make sure to check out our website, minnesotahometalk.com. We are giving away two pair of, of St. Paul Saints tickets. So if you'd like to go to a game, give us a call at the real estate question, anything and everything real estate related. Any question related to real estate is, um, ask us anything. Home improvement, buying, selling, investing, financing, credit scores. Phone lines are open 651. Give us a call at 651 646 8255. 651. 646-8255. That's the call number. The text line is 612-202-8321. It's the text line 612-202-8321. That is the text line. Call or text both ways gives you a chance to win. Giving away two pair of Saints tickets this morning. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we're Facebook Live right now. Go to Facebook.com. My personal page, Jason Walgrave, and you can uh, watch us, ask questions, make comments. All right, folks. Phone lines are open. 651 646 Eight two five five. If you'd like to go to a St. Paul Saints game on us, give us a call. The real estate question six five one six four six eight two five five. Have you checked out MinnesotaHomeTalk.com? It has one of the best online home search tools in the state. We have map search tools. You can create custom searches updated from the MLS every day. We also offer free market analysis on your home or investment property, and tons of reports on buying, selling investing, financing, and refinancing. Check us out online at minnesotahometalk.com. Folks, that's Minnesota Home Talk. That phone line's open, giving away a couple pair of St. Paul Saints tickets to the two best real estate questions. Give us a call at 651-646-8255. Phone lines are open, 651-646-8255. Text line is open. If you'd like to go to a Saints game, text us your questions to 612 612- Two zero two eight three two one. That is the text line six one two two zero two eight three two one. Do you have a text question that came in here? All right, what do we got? Good questions here. It's a two part question. This is from Adam. Adam says we are currently building a house in the Northwest Metro with a large national builder. Signed the purchase agreement in May, uh, and they've already started construction. Given the current shortage of building materials, can the builder come back to us and raise the price of the house? No. Nope. Easy as that, right? No, easy as that. Easy as that. But but that is a that is a very good question. Um, because lumber prices are skyrocketing right now. Uh and so there I talked to a builder yesterday and uh he has I think he said he has you know six or seven plans that, that are he's working on getting priced out. And the owner of that builder of that building company, um t- this was a builder's rep, um told him, said, Look, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to price anything till end of September because uh, he just doesn't know where things are going to go. Once a builder signs a contract, 
a purchase agreement with the consumer, um, they're locking into that price. And so regardless of, of you know, the cost of bill goes up, um, you're, you're going to lock, lock in. That's why it's important for, um, for buyers that are, that are buying new construction to, you know, get your plans done, get your pricing done, uh, get that purchase agreement executed and signed, lock into your price and then, and then lock into, to your interest rate as well. And so, um, those things, you know, once you're locked in, you're fine. Um, but, but it's, it's a great question because cost to build is going to go up a lot in the so, next year. So let's talk about change orders real quick. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you, you know, you got your, you got your base house stuff there and there was a couple options that you were looking into. So let's say the couple options in this case was May. There's a couple options that they might have went with, but they didn't right away. Mm-hmm. But those options cost X in May. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come back to the builder, let's say in September, mm-hmm. um, and you want to go back and add those options, mm-hmm. do you get the price back in May? Or because you were not contracted with those options back in May, yep. now you're subject to whatever the cost is now for those options. Correct. You're subject to whatever the cost is now. And those items would be on the purchase agreement as an allowance. So, for example, let's say uh, a builder put um, a $5,000 lighting allowance in, in the purchase agreement. Anywhere you see the word allowance, you, the buyer, have control on what is being purchased and how much is being spent. So, um, you know, if if the package that was in the model costs $5,000, um, but it's it's listed as an allowance and that price goes up, that would that would go up with the cost of the home. Um, so let's say like a cedar deck. Like that's something like in this case, if lumber yep. is more expensive, a yep. cedar deck that you did not add in May, but you now want to add in September. Yes. If you're changing anything or you're adding anything, change orders like you're talking about, you're going to pay today's cost, um, which is which is another good reason to lock in right now. Uh, the purchase agreement, the specs, if you, you, know, you think, ah, I want a deck, not sure if I want a deck, I'd say put the deck in there. Um, lock into today's price on the deck because if you wait and you add it later, you're going to pay the cost that day that you're adding. Um, allowances, you control what you're buying or not buying. So, you know, so those things are, are variable as well. So, okay, those are, those are good. That's a good question there. A lot of moving parts. Uh, number two, the second part of the question here is what happens if a buyer's appraisal comes in lower than their offer? Well, it happens. Um, it happens. Uh, it doesn't happen very often in new construction, um, but uh, it happens in existing. Uh, what does that mean? It depends on how the, the contract was written. depends on how the purchase agreement was written. Sometimes in multiple offers, uh, the, the buyer will pre-determine, uh, meaning they'll put in the purchase agreement, uh, what happens if the appraisal comes in low. So let's say, for example, um, it's not in the contract, uh, but it is contingent on on financing. If there's a low appraisal, what usually happens? Usually, buyer and seller uh, share that burden. And so, if there's a three hundred ten thousand uh, dollar purchase price and the appraisal comes in at three hundred thousand, most of the time, buyer and seller will share that burden. So, what does that mean? Drop the price five thousand. Buyer comes in with an additional five thousand. Now, that has to be agreed upon by both parties if the appraisal does come in low if it wasn't predetermined. What I mean by predetermined is if the buyer writes a purchase agreement, maybe there are multiple offers, they write it for way above asking price, they might write in their offer, um, I'll take full responsibility of of a low appraisal um, or an appraisal lower than list price. Um, Or they might say, look, I will participate, You know, I'll pay half of the 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 low appraisal up to x amount. So there's things that you can do up front 
to address a potential low appraisal issue because um, they, they come up you know once in a while um, if it's low probably nothing's going to change you know you can ask for an appraisal review probably nothing's going to happen unless there's a significant um, fact that that's missed a material fact that was missed um, it's probably not going to change so um, it's a great question though it is a great question I, I did just have uh, it again it's seldom hasn't happened much this year at all but I did have one of my purchase loans here that's closing this month uh, coming with low appraisal. Purchase price was four forty. Appraisal came in at four thirty one five. Mm-hmm. So eighty five hundred bucks less than the purchase price. The purchase agreement right in there said that the buyer will make up ten grand mm-hmm. in a low appraisal, and then after that, it's up to negotiations on between sure. buyer and seller at that point. Because mm-hmm. this was less than ten grand, the buyer then. Picked yeah. up the entire eighty five hundred, yeah. but a lot of the times, um, or a lot of a lot of agents are writing in there. What happens if a low appraisal happens? Yeah. So then both parties kind of know right out of the gate if it were to happen. But it has been rare this year. It mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often. Um, it is not one of those things like back in. 2007, 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. you know, we saw a lot more of those because property values were going down versus going yeah. up. Yeah. So there, there's some frustrating things that can happen with this scenario. We had one, um, we had one a couple months ago where uh, they went in and offered a 950 on a house. I think it was listed at 990. They offered 950. Uh, that was the initial purchase agreement, the initial offer. They agreed on 970. Um, the loan officer, uh, was not Mike Overson and, and uh, Overson uh, mortgage team at Leader One Financial. It was it was a big box. Uh, the big box loan officer uh, failed to send the counter offer addendum mm. to the appraiser, so the appraisal came in at nine fifty. Yep, surprise. Uh, purchase price was was nine seventy. Um, but you know what? It's too late. It's a mistake because you know the appraiser is not going to go back and change it. Um, and he didn't. And so it was $20,000. Uh, the, the sellers, uh, the buyers and sellers, they, they split it. The seller was furious. Furious. I would imagine so. And so was the buyer because they had to come up with an extra 10 grand. Right. So those, those are mistakes that happen when, when you don't have uh, a team and a system in place to do mortgages really well, to be aware of attentions to de- attention detail is so important. Uh, and it costs the buyer and seller big money. You know, it's just one of those fine-tuned, you know, rookie loan officer yep. versus experienced loan officer catching stuff. Yes. Another example of that, just ran into it um, and closed on this one actually yesterday. So um, buyer went to a big box bank, first of all. Um, right on the purchase agreement says that the seller is going to escrow one and a half times the cost to get a new septic system put in because mm-hmm. the current septic system was not compliant. It functioned properly. Mm-hmm. There was nothing wrong with it. It's just it wasn't compliant with today's code. Yep. So um, most lenders out there will not escrow, do a repair escrow or an escrow holdback for mm-hmm. septic systems because there's too much health and safety concern stuff there. Sure. So they'll typically make um, sellers or buyers you know, get that septic system, new septic system put in before closing. We will allow an escrow uh, hold back on here, okay. but right on the purchase agreement, right? It's not hidden from anyone. Everyone knows that this this septic system is non-compliant, and they're yeah. going to escrow for it. Mm-hmm. Big box loan officer grabs his purchase agreement and sends it down the line. So three weeks get burned before it gets to underwriting, oh, and the underwriter comes back and says, "We can't escrow for a septic system. Like we've never been able to do yeah. that, right?" And so I, I'm, th- and then so the agent then comes to me and says, "Hey, you know, buyer was here. This is what happened." 
you guys can escrow for septic. I'm like, yeah, we can escrow. I can take that over. So we move closing back another three weeks to give us enough time to get an appraisal, get mm-hmm. through our process. But I'm thinking to myself, I knew that this big box bank didn't escrow for right. septic systems. Right. Like that loan officer should have been like, look, I can't do this right mm-hmm. out of the gate. Don't burn three weeks for these people. Make a move closing back another three mm-hmm. weeks and shift gears and all this stuff. Like catch that stuff up front yeah. and be good at that. But yeah, the attention to detail is critical in, in doing a, a, an excellent job. Uh, you got to remember too some of the some of the big big banks. Um, it's just it's a numbers game, right? I mean, they're just you know they they got someone on the front end that's that's a, that's a yes person. Yep, 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 yep. You can do everything, and it's and it's a it's a numbers game. So, um, unfortunately, the consumer gets burned on that, and that's that's unfortunate. So, yeah, I mean that's the thing. You never know what you get. There's some great loan officers at yes. this big box bank that I know that I would actually trust to do my own personal loan. Yep. Um, and there's some that just you just don't know what you're going to get. That's the problem, folks. We're talking about real estate. We're uh, answering your real estate questions. We're giving away a pair of uh, two pair actually of St. Paul Saints tickets. The phone lines are open at 651-646-8255 is the call number. Give us a call with your real estate questions. 651-646-8255 is the call number. We're talking about seven client behaviors emerging from COVID nineteen. Number one was buyers are in a rush. Number two, wish lists are shifting. And uh, number three on our list, buyers are less concerned about commutes. Uh, as remote work grows, 22% of the 2300 realtors surveyed uh, said that commute is less of a concern than they've ever seen it. Uh, and and that's true. I mean, I mean you're going to see a huge shift. Uh, we've seen it during COVID, right? This huge shift from work at home compared to work in the office. Um, that shift will carry over and, and there will be some changes that, and some companies will never go back. Um, I think that companies that, you know, need a hundred offices, um, when it's all said and done, you know, maybe they only need 50 or maybe they only need 30 or 25. Yeah, um, long-term reckoning for commercial real estate for like office space and stuff. It's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. The it is going to office be space is, catastrophic for commercial office space in the next decade. As these companies' leases come up uh, for renewal, because a lot of times they're on five-year leases. So when they come up, these tenants and are going to go, I don't need this. I don't. I need half, or I need a quarter, or I need a third. All we really need is a meeting space yes. and a couple of, you know... Flex offices for people to work out of when they're here. Yes. Yep. Bit, there's going to be a big shift. And so, um, what does that mean? It means that it means that those buildings of that commercial office uh, owners they're they're going to be hurting. It's going to be they're going to take a massive hit. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to those buildings. How they're going to repurpose them or, or convert them into something else. But for companies, but for companies, it will reduce their overhead. For the employees, it's going to reduce their drive time right all that all that crappy rush hour traffic that they don't have to be in anymore which means they have more time for their kids and their family or, or going to the gym or i mean less road rage less i mean there, there's going to be some really good stuff that comes oh, out of absolutely. this absolutely um there's just going to be some pain in a few sectors uh, there's so going to be one, less one thing that people haven't even really started talking about is there's effectively no difference between living 10 miles from work and a thousand yes. miles from work. Yes, remote yes. work is becoming way, way bigger. I got clients right now that are moving up from Arizona. Yeah, but they're keeping their jobs in Arizona. Yep, and they're moving to Prior Lake. Yep. 
Yeah, we, we've got, I, I, in the last week, I've talked to two, two separate clients. Um, one, uh, he and his wife live in Savage, and his wife and kids live in Savage, and he's been spending the summer up in Brainerd area. And he called me up the other day, and he said, um, I think we're going to sell our house in Savage, and we're going to move to a lake in, on a lake in Brainerd. We're moving the whole family up to Brainerd. He goes, I love it up here. He goes, I can literally work from anywhere in the world. And, and, and I thought, wow, that's fascinating. We've got another client. They're building a house with Pebble Creek Custom Homes. Uh, they got a house on, on Prior Lake. They're going to, we're going to tear it down and build a brand new one. He's been working from home since, uh, March when his company sent him home. Last week, his company called up and said, you know what? You're not coming back till next spring. And I don't even know that you have to come back then, come back to the office, that is. Um, but he's fully functional at home. So their kids are, um, they're younger. So they're, they're elementary age. They don't know if they're going to be going to school or not. So he and his wife decided, you know what? Uh, we're going to homeschool this year. We just rented a house out in Montana in the mountains for six months. So you guys go ahead and build our house. We'll come back in six months and move in. So it's it, it really cool. And I <laughs> right? thought, what an opportunity for that family to live in the mountains for six months. Still can do school and work and everything. And so... That was cool. I thought that's that's really really neat. What a, what a great experience for the that family. Yeah. Before the show, I mentioned my mom was kind of curious about home values, and it was because she's been working from the cabin this whole summer. Yes, yes. Because she's got all these you know comor- comorbidity factors with COVID and stuff, and so she can't be around husband mm-hmm. who's a carpenter and working on job sites and stuff. So she's been at the cabin something like you know ten out of fourteen days. <laughs> and why do I need to live in the city? Exactly. The urban sprawl is going to be massive, you know. I mean, you're going to see, and you're going to see communities like New Prague and Elko Newmarket and Lonsdale, and you're going to. They're just going to go further and further out because people don't. They can work, they can do their job. It does. They don't have to drive to downtown Minneapolis. Laverne, Laverne, going to blow up this year. Telework from Laverne. That's right. <laughs> have you ever been to Laverne? I feel like I haven't drove by there a while. Yeah, I've ago. driven. I've driven through Laverne. It's great, isn't it? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got to stop in next time. JJ's drive-in, tasty oh, drive-in. Yes. Oh, you want some real American drive-in food, and that's it's it. probably the best in the country. JJ's drive-in, JJ's Laverne. drive-in Laverne. That's a that's a real strong endorsement. The best in the country. <laughs> oh yeah, there are three hundred fifty-ish million people in the United States. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, I'll take your word. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right, folks, who wants to go to St. Paul Saints game? we got some tickets. Give us a call, 651-646-8255. Two best real estate questions, uh, free Saints tickets on us. Phone lines are open at 651-646-8255. The text line is 612-202-8321. Text your questions, 612-202-8321. Do you have a house that needs a lot of work? Are you ready to sell, but you think no one will buy because of the condition? Would you like to sell your home? and close in as little as seven days. Give us a call. We have clients that are buying properties and need all levels of renovation. They're buying as is. They're cash buyers looking to purchase right now. Give us a call or check us out online at minnesotahometalk.com. Folks, that's Minnesota. It's on us. We're talking about seven client behaviors emerging from COVID. Uh, Number four, multi-generational households may grow more common. One in sixth. Generation Xers and young baby boomers purchase a multi-generational home uh, pre-COVID. That is expected to go up. Um, we've already seen this trend in the last uh, few years. Yep. Uh, multi-generational living. Your um, 
there's there's some builders out there that are they've actually got some very specific multi generational floor pro, uh, floor plans, right? And so um, the one I think that that I've seen the most is where you've got uh, you've got a two story home, and then behind the garage is built they build a, a basically a, an apartment. Um, it's on the main floor. Uh, you've got a full uh, everything: kitchen, uh, uh, bathroom, laundry, laundry. Uh, bedroom, the whole deal. And so, the idea is that is that as the uh, population continues to age, that there will be more um, folks moving back in with their kids. And so, you know, maybe mom's going to move in, or maybe mom and dad are going to move in. Uh, I think this trend it was already continuing to to move forward and to increase. And I think with uh, with COVID, it's just going to even be even more. Yep, I would so, agree. A lot of people are, are seeing the um, seeing the value uh, of of living together like that. So uh, that was number four on the list. Number five, pets could drive purchase decisions. The pandemic has sparked a surge in households that want a pet. Hmm. You want a dog? I don't. You want a cat? Nope. Lizard? Nope. Snake? No. Kids aren't going to get anything? I'm guessing the only pet that's going to go in our house would maybe be a fish. How about a frog? Definitely not a frog. No? What do you mean definitely not a frog? I'm fine with it. Who doesn't like frogs? The wife's not going to. She doesn't like frogs? She's not going to let a frog in the house. (laughs) Or a rabbit. Or a snake. (laughs) Or a lizard. Well, apparently the the trend is people, uh, they want pets. They want more pets than before. Uh, Probably because they're spending so much additional time at home. And um, who doesn't want a nice, fluffy dog when you come home that doesn't shed? Right. Right. Good luck. Fluffy dog that doesn't <laughs> shed. Good luck. You know what? You know what I envision with that one? What's that? Is uh, Ace Ventura the first one when he goes home and he opens the door? Come to me, jungle friends, and all these pets start coming out of like yeah. the toilet and the fridge, and the penguins come out of yeah. the little freezer flap door, yeah, laying on his arms. Yep. And, yep. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's a good visual. Is that what's going to come out of COVID? Is a bunch of Ace Venturas? <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes. Yes, yeah, I'm already that person. I'm like, I could have like uh, seven or eight more pets. How, how many pets do you have? I really only have two right now. Two? What do you got? Two? Two I cats? Have one dog and one cat. One one dog, one cat. Do they, do they get along? Um, no, but they no. don't not get along either. Yeah, they, they just stay exist. away from each other. Yeah, they just exist. They just coexist. <laughs> the cat likes to pretend that the dog doesn't exist, and the dog is kind of terrified <laughs> of the cat. So, oh, that's funny. Um, I, I had two dogs. One passed away around Christmas. So, oh, bummer. So you replaced with a cat, or you already had the cat? I have. I've had the cat for all right, about a decade. Right. So, well, so are, you, are you gonna get something else? You gonna add to that? Uh, I was thinking about maybe. it. Maybe just thinking about it. I hmm. I really am. But I, my dog is kind of a handful. So, <laughs> so number five, pets could drive the, the purchase decision. So what does that mean? Uh, maybe you're looking for a bigger yard. Maybe you're looking for a fenced-in yard. Maybe you're looking for um, uh, something to accommodate that pet that you have or you're going to get. Um, so uh, it's that's number five on the list. Number six, um, a first-time buyer wave could emerge. A, for, a first-time buyer wave could emerge. Uh, it says in the 1980s, 75% of first-time home buyers were married. 2019, that dropped to 53%. Um, it talks about how unmarried couples are buying homes the highest level ever recorded, 17%. Um, I think that says uh, overall first-time home buyers comprised 33% of the housing market. 
Um, so, and that and that's actually low compared to standard. So, what they're suggesting is that first-time home buyers, uh, there's a wave coming. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, it should happen. You know, it should happen. It should have really nothing to do with COVID, but it should have something to do with that. It's cheaper to own than it is to rent. Right. And that interest rates are at historical lows. Right. You know, I mean, that that's, I think that's the more driving factor. I mean, um, so, and the thing that people forget is that when you lock in on a 30-year fixed rate, your monthly payment doesn't change. Yeah, you get taxes that go yep. up, you know, whatever. Yep. You have that slight increase, you know, with taxes, whatever. Yep. Your principal but interest doesn't. Principal interest stays the same for 30 years. If you rented the same place for 30 years, mm-hmm. where your payment started on year number one and where your payment ends on year 30 is more than double. Yeah. It's two and a half times more from also, start to I beginning. Mean, like if people are thinking from start gonna, to end. Like, so here's my, here's my crazy theory, right? I've got a house in the city right now. I can live anywhere and do my job right. Well, mm-hmm. aside from this, uh, buy a house way further out, and then you, you know, rent a tiny, teeny apartment in the city because, ah, yeah, I've got to go into Minneapolis occasionally. Mm-hmm. Man, for small apartments could go way, oh, way yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, those rents. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. And we have you. You see that where even even folks that that they the idea of having a cabin up north is not really appealing. But they they do want their their urban cabin. What's that? It's a condo, maybe yeah. downtown Minneapolis. That's their second home. So they live out further out, and they like to come into the city a couple times a month, and they stay at their their uh, condo. Um, Evan, I think you're right. I think that could be a huge trend, um, especially affordable ones if it's going to be a second uh, a second property, second home. So yeah. we're talking about uh, seven client behaviors emerging from COVID. Number one was buyers are are in a rush. Number two, the wish list is shifting. Number three, buyers are less concerned about commutes. Number four, multi-generational households may continue to grow. Uh, number five, pets could drive purchase decision. Number six was the first time buyer wave could emerge. And then number seven, um, housing tenure could fall. What does that mean? It means that, well, it looks like right now, on average, uh, folks are staying longer. So on average, 10 years, which is longer than traditional, um, six years is the average, but but that that with the interest rates as low as they are, as the home prices continue to increase, there's more equity. Um, folks are looking at and saying, "Look, I got like a hundred thousand dollars equity. I can I can sell this house. I can buy a house that's a hundred hundred fifty thousand dollars more, and because the interest rate is two percent lower than my current rate, I can basically have the same payment." But move into a house that's worth more money, right? Into a different neighborhood, different lifestyle, so on and so forth. So, um, there's opportunities with that as well. If you like this list of seven client behaviors emerging from COVID, go to our website minnesotahometalk.com. Shoot me over to, uh, an email, and I'll send it to you. It's a good list. It is a good list. All right, Michael Overson. We got a bunch of stuff here. I, let's let's real quick because we only have about five minutes left in the show. Let's talk about rates. Yeah, they're they're historically low. Yep. Let's talk about um, if you are thinking about buying a home or you're thinking about refinancing your home, what can you expect as far as timelines? Because they're different than they were six months ago. Definitely different than they were six months ago. Okay. How are they different? So I'm, I can obviously speak to leader one and how we approach things. We still put purchases first because guess what? You have a hard close date on a purchase. Mm-hmm. You have movers lined up. You have maybe family 
to help lined up. You have utilities and internet and TV. You got all these different parties lined up to get that stuff done in your new house you're buying. So moving closing back can be catastrophic. It can yes. be a major catastrophe if you move the closing date. Now your seller that's selling the house to you, maybe they're taking the proceeds from that sale and they're buying their next house. Mm-hmm. So if your closing doesn't happen, now their next closing doesn't mm-hmm. happen. And guess what? What happens if that seller was taking the money from that one and going buying their next house? It could go five, six deep. So you got a chain of five or six potentially uh, down the way that if number one moves back, they all move mm-hmm. back, right? Mm-hmm. So purchases always come first with leader one. I mean, I still am hitting all of our closing dates for purchases um, as long as they're realistic, right? So if you send me a purchase agreement today, Jason, and you're like, hey, Mike, this one's closing in two weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, yeah, it's actually not closing in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and you should have known better, right? Um, so it, when when it gets this busy, you just got to know that every piece along the way is a little bit slower, right? Mm-hmm. An appraiser is busier than he's ever been right mm-hmm. now because of loan volume. So, how, far, how far out appraisals? Three, so three weeks? we're talking two to three weeks before three you get weeks. an appraisal back. You know, it, you know, pre this low interest rates, COVID, mm-hmm. it really has nothing to do with it. It's right. just, it's just loan volume. It has mm-hmm. everything to do with it. Pre crazy loan volume. Like we have now, um, appraisals, you know, you send it in, it's two, three, four days probably to get mm-hmm. an appraisal back. Now you're talking two, three weeks. Um, if you're on the outskirts, um, like we got a couple loans going up again, the Duluth area and stuff, four weeks to get an appraisal back. So, um, so that's one factor. Mm-hmm. If there's an association involved, there's information that we have to get from the association. So we reach out to them. They might be two weeks to get yeah. us the information we need. So title companies, they're more Ugh, backed up. So yeah. now getting title work takes two weeks versus two to three days like it did before this crazy loan volume. So you just got to know that every person along the way in the lending industry is busier than they've ever mm-hmm. been because we've had the most loan volume go through mm-hmm. uh, that has ever gone through before. So you just got to make sure yourself, you give yourself some time mm-hmm. and you can set yourself up for failure by trying to push it too close mm-hmm. or you can set yourself up for success if you just give a few extra days and give your time to, to meet your closing date. So if you're a buyer and you're buying something, um, when can you lock in to the interest rate? So we usually lock in after your inspection clears. Okay. Because you really don't have a deal moving forward until the inspection clears, right? right. And so that's why that's when you can lock in. That's when we can order appraisals. Mm-hmm. That's when we can get the rest of the process mm-hmm. started. So um, I always try to coach everyone to say, look, if you give us 25 days after the inspection has cleared, mm-hmm. that usually gives us enough time to get through any situation, gives us yep. enough time to get an appraisal back, to get association docs back, things like that. Yep. But the whole key is after your inspection period clears. So if you got 10 days of an inspection period, yep. you're talking about a 35 to 40 day closing then yep. at that point. So so keeping that in mind, um, even if you have a 10 day inspection period, um, I encourage agents and buyers to get that inspection done immediately. Get it done, get the report, Get anything negotiated that may need to be negotiated and and close it out. I mean, get it done in, in two, three, four days. Don't wait the whole 10 days because you're just delaying the whole process. Right. And then once it's cleared, everything looks good, get it over to your mortgage person and then get locked in. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? 
Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.